Welcome back to the Sports and Entertainment Express podcast. It's episode 38. A lot to cover in sports and entertainment, as I'm your host, Ryan Prasad. You can listen to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Google Podcasts, or other platforms as well. Remember to subscribe, share, and rate the podcast after you're done listening. Go follow the go follow the Facebook page, the Sports and Entertainment Express, Twitter, Express underscore, pod underscore, and Instagram, S-E underscore Express 20, or search up this sports and entertainment express. Let's get right into it. There's so much happening in sports entertainment, and the CFL, let's head into there. Illegal procedure, defense, they made the offense move, five-yard penalty, first down repeated. Haven't seen that. Yes, I've never seen anything or I've heard anything like as I've watched football, NFL, CFL. But you know what? The Canadian Football League looks on making the game of football in Canada more entertaining, faster, and more fun to watch. Now, one rule change the CFL made was having four downs instead of three downs like the NFL last season. The, the last season's rule change was if a team scored a touchdown in overtime. The team is required to go for a two-point conversion by running or passing the ball into the end zone instead of kicking it for a single point. The rule changes for the 2022 season are the hash marks where the ball is placed is is moved closer to the center of the field of the field. Now, making it 28 yards instead of 24, making it 9 yards apart instead of 17. Uh, the commissioner of the league, Rob Ambrosi, says the receiver who receives the football from the quarterback was considered too risky. The other rule changes are teams will be allowed to have two quarterbacks on the field at once to allow creative play calling. Penalties that occur at the end of the first or third quarter may be applied to the start of the next quarter. Quarterbacks who fake giving themselves up will be accessed an objectionable conduct penalty and automatic ejection of any player for unnecessary roughness or injectionable conduct penalties. Now, I think, you know, the, the, the rule changes are are there and are there to help out, you know, players to, I think, just think a certain way, but also for the fans uh, to be more entertained and to have more of a fast-paced game, it's you know a lot better when the the game is more entertaining. And the CFL, I think, just has been lacking that in the last couple of years, and uh, really wants to you know bring it back up for themselves and in, uh, in attendance and everything like that. So you know maybe these rule changes, these rule changes are going to be a different way of allowing the game to have more exposure for more fans to attend games around the provinces let's head to some curling now the the curling season is practically over but you know what there is going to be a new squad representing manitoba next season for the 2022-23 season and it's going to be a very interesting group who might be a team that will either be a powerhouse or the team that will 
that will have people sleep on. And, you know, this is going to be interesting because you have a new skip, and that's Matt Dunstone. He played with Saskatchewan for the past five seasons, but come back to a province where he captured two Canadian junior titles, and then their third will be B.J. Newfeld, who played with Team Cooey in Alberta since 2018. Second, Colton Lott, who has played with Dunstone in juniors and won titles back in two, in 2013 and 2016. And first is Ryan Arden, who is the import pickup who played with Brad Jacobs in Ontario. So, you know, this is going to be a, a very interesting team for sure of how it will resonate with Manitoba and with the Manitoba fans. This is going to be a very, you know, interesting team uh, looking into the 2022-23 seasons because I have I've a feeling there's going to be a lot of shifting around for the next curling season. So it's if Dunstone can get Manitoba on, you know, on track, track because they haven't been on track for a while it'd be great to see Manitoba back in the fold into the playoffs let's head into the NFL now the NFL has had a lot of things going on but you know what the NFL has announced and you probably heard that they're going sky high once again for 2022 as international games will be happening with three in London and one each in Munch and Mexico City. So October 2nd will be the Minnesota Vikings play and they'll play against New Orleans. On October 9th, the New York Giants play Green Bay. And October 30th, Denver plays the Jacksonville Jaguars, which will all happen in London, England. On November 13th, Tampa plays the Seattle Seahawks in Munch. And and on November 21st, the San Francisco 49ers go toe-to-toe against the Arizona Cardinals in a division clash in Mexico City. I think it is time for the Anvil to bring this back just because it allows fans of their favorite team to cheer on and create memories. Also, the experience, the game itself live. I wish the NHL would bring this for the 2022-23 season at the end of September or the beginning of October as they do. I think they do it around the actually the last two weeks of September. But, um, you know, it's really cool to have that exposure with the NFL doing that. I mean, there's fans all over the, over the world and it's, you know, one of a kind. So in the time being uh, for the NFL. Let's head into some entertainment now. There's so much happening in entertainment. The Met Gala happened, and I'm going to get into that for sure. But you know what? There's one artist that who really stands out and has really been iconic over the few decades. It's Sting. And, you know, he spoke about how grown men should not be in bands, saying a, a band is a teenage gang. Now, it would be weird, let's say, if Sting joined a band with with teenagers, but because it it doesn't allow you to evolve as a person. He he also says you have to obey the rules and gestalt of the band. He could be implying to being, you know, in a band to be brave enough to embark on solo endeavors. He He goes on talking about long career band longevity, where you see 
you know, bands like ACDC, the Rolling Stones, still kicking around after all these years, still releasing music for what they loved to do. And Sting reflects on his early days when he was a teen. He was in a band named The Police from 1977 until 1983 when he was 26 to 32. But this situation, bands put themselves at an early age. You can either succeed or they'll do it as a side gig. And I think that people need to understand is sometimes you'll find your success early. Sometimes you'll find your success later in life. And that's okay. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It is a okay. But, you know, I want to make, you know, you know, you have this thing where in your mind, it's like, I want to make it to the top and to have the fame and fortune. But sometimes the fame and fortune can go sideways to you and it can leave you to a really bad trail, to a really bad path down the road. Um, it, it, it gets me, it gives me, it gets me thinking about bands who have gone through the separate ways from early on like you know back in early 2015 it was one direction and fifth harmony in 2018 where you see the success the successful solo talents when number of things going behind the scenes that we all don't hear about but is now being spoken about and heard clearly from every band member because every band has a story behind it bond the meaning of their name to the members of whoever is in the group because there is that chemistry that just works and it can lead to success in the end and that's a very important fact you know there i think people just have to understand that maybe this is a time i mean the rules have changed let's say that the rules have changed the involvement of music has changed over the decades that is for sure if you like the music that is on right now go listen to it if you like the music that is that you enjoyed back in the day go listen to it i'm not saying you know just maybe give these new music artists a try because you don't know if you'll like it i know there's a lot of similarities and a lot of lawsuits happening but at the end of the day their story is being told and they want to tell their story because they find it is a foundation to make things right for the present and the future for future musicians out there that's all i gotta say Let's get into the Met Gala. The Met Gala has come and gone, and what a year it was for the Met Gala. This year's theme was glitted glamour. There's so many celebrities making the Met Gala debut, like Olivia Rodrigo, Sabrina Carpenter, Sydney Sweetie, and many more. But did you know this? There were a total of 43 celebrities who made their debut, and more than 250 celebs were at the Met Gala this year. The Kardashians were, were one of them. You know, Kim Kardashian was the big one because we didn't know if or she would be coming with Pete Davidson. And that was uh, the fact. It was true. Pete and Kim made their debut as a couple on the red carpet at the Met Gala and made things happen for sure. I mean, the dresses the women wore uh, were stunning and uh, beautiful as they were beautiful themselves. But there's one female celebrity who attended the Met Gala last year and said, you know, starving is not the way to do it, to fit in a dress. 
But she had an idea of what was happening on the red carpet, and that was Riverdale's Lily Reinhardt, and she did not like what she saw, especially when it came to Kim Kardashian, where Kim was vocal, she spoke about when she had her interview about how she had to diet to get into this iconic Marilyn Monroe dress. I mean, the dress that Marilyn Monroe wore back in the day attending John F. Kennedy's birthday party in 1962. That's the dress she wore and what a dress it was. But here's the the main thing is that Kim Kardashian revealing that she lost 16 pounds in three weeks to fit into the dress. Apparently this dress is also or was also in the museum. I don't know what museum. I forgot what museum it was. But the main thing is that it was worn by Marilyn Monroe. And Kim Kardashian had that Marilyn Monroe vibes when she wore that dress. There's a picture of it on social media. You can probably find it uh, when you Google it. But now with Kim Kardashian doing the extreme dieting and comments coming in. It feels like the pot has boiled over numerous times for Kim. And she hasn't really learned anything from this. And Lily agrees with that criticism. She openly admits she did the same from last year's Met Gala, but continues to say when you know very well that millions of young women and men looking up to you and listening to your word. I mean, that's that's the crazy thing now about social media. Anything can be recorded and posted. Now, I think people, yes, we all look up at celebrities and we forget they are human. That is probably just the case. Now, now this made Lily angry about how the industry still allows this kind of behavior to seek attention. This dieting, you know, wanting to fit into a dress just to get the attention they wanted, just like what Kim Kardashian did, you know, and I think Lily Reinhardt has a point of how I think you know, working to get into a dress or into a suit and dieting are two different things. They're two different things. And I think people have, may have forgot about that, to be honest. You know, they really want to make a change. And I think the changes are happening, but slowly happening, not drastically, but slowly, a very important thing to look at. Yes, there are some celebrities who just want to have the attention and they just want to seek attention just for who they are. But I also think, you know, fans go above and beyond. And I I see it on social media at times, you know, where they they'll go get positive surgery done and want to be like their idol. It's like, oh, no, why? Spend thousands of dollars? I mean, it ain't my money, but at the end of the day, um, you're not doing the right thing at all. Um, you know, I think Kim Kardashian could have, you know, wore a, another dress. I'm not saying that the Marilyn Monroe dress was, wasn't, you know, stunning and beautiful. It was. Um, and I can, you know, I can see why, why she did it, but I think she also did because of maybe of, uh, Pete Davidson because they're all, you know, they're together and everything like that. So, you know, Pete, you know, found found his woman and, and all that. But like at the end of the day, Hollywood hasn't really changed the rules to the game in the industry. Really, when you think about it, I mean, they are slowly doing it. And as celebrities are making, you know, their voices heard and saying, you know, this isn't right. This is right. This is how it should be done and everything like that.
That is what I got. Let's get into some fun facts just to end the podcast. Three fun facts for you. The first fun fact is 1994 hockey player Adam Beck, Mitch Holmberg, and Tyler Johnson are the only Spokane Chiefs players to record a 100-point season. The second fun fact for you is, on May 5th, 1962, the soundtrack to West Side Story went to number one on the U.S. album chart, where it spent a total of 54 weeks at the number one position. And the last fun fact for you, this one was kind of interesting, cool, and it is, in 2011, a Adele became the first artist to achieve the feat of two top five hits in both the singles chart and the album chart simultaneously since the Beatles since 1964. That's all the opinions and topics I got for you. Thank you for listening to episode 38. You can listen on Spotify, App Podcast, or whichever platform you listen on. Remember to subscribe, share, and rate the podcast after you're done listening, and go follow on social media, Twitter, at Express underscore pod underscore, Facebook, the Sports and Entertainment Express, and Instagram, SE underscore Express 20. (laughs) 